Hey, y'all. Holy shit. We are back for a second episode this week because the trade deadline for the NBA just came and passed. And this might be one of the most ridiculous trade deadlines any of us have ever seen. So we thought we would jump out tonight and do a quick synopsis of what happened, give our quick thoughts um, for y'all, and then get back to your regular scheduled broadcast of our episodes coming out next week. So which one to you guys um, and everyone that's going to be listening? Andrew, our producer, is with us today. Kevin is with us. We are all rocking basketball jerseys. I've got my JT for the city edition this year. Andrew, who you got? JB. He got JB, got who JB. is out indefinitely right now with yeah, a facial fracture. Yeah, got elbowed in the face. He like broke. He's gonna come back with a mask. He's gonna be crazy. Trust Dude, me. It was because Tatum's elbow hit him. They both went for the ball. I know. I saw. And then Kevin is rocking too hard. Probably the coolest next jersey. The Bed Stuy, not a biggie Kyrie Irving jersey with the Nets's former sponsor on there. And it's the end of an era, guys. That era ended like last year. But (laughs) all right, so let's talk about this. Um, we're not let's not talk about Kyrie. We already did that earlier this week. The one that the Kyrie conversation. You yeah, because you weren't there. You didn't get to listen to stress. You got to listen to (laughs) it later. Um yeah, I did. yeah. And you didn't have to use the bleep button, I don't think. Thank gosh. Um But I haven't bleeped anybody since Chris. I'm yeah. giving up on bleeping. Good, good. Give up on bleeping. <laughs> Everyone can hear our, hear our language. Yeah. Um, my gosh, it's just not for children anymore. It's still for children. They hear worse things in the parents' right, it's house. Explicit. <laughs> oh, if we can get the explicit tag, I'm sure we that... can get like. Whoa. I think we do on Spotify for sure. I know we do. Oh, that's awesome. Go listen to us on Spotify. We're we're restricted by the parents' authority. All right, Cyrus, when you listen to this episode, go listen to it on Spotify and tell us if it has the little E for explicit. Um, But the biggest trade, in my opinion right now, is still the Kevin Durant trade. That one shook everybody, I'm pretty sure. What a way to start your morning. I saw it last night before I went to bed. I sent it to the group chat. Yeah, at like 2 a.m. Everyone else in their right <laughs> yeah. mind is sleeping. I was working on the We Out Here episode that came out today, so everyone oh. should go watch it. Can't so wait to plug. watch it. I'm hyped for it. Yep. We will definitely be watching that. That would be awesome. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Because I, I have my own, but I want to hear what you guys think. I know we talked about it a little bit, but... Go ahead, Andrew. Go first. Oh, I go oh, first? Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, well... So I'm excited about this for a few reasons, some of which are selfish and some of which I think are a little naive. Um, first, I like, the, I like, that I like the and naive. as we've talked about, um, I'm a, I'm a Chris Paul fan. Um, so the idea of seeing a, a three stack of Devin Booker, Chris Paul and Kevin Durant sounds crazy to me when they're really good. And when they're not, it'll be hysterical. Um, the other part of me is excited because we might actually get to see LeBron play KD again, which has been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Now that they're both in the West, we could get another playoff battle, but um, that would depend on how successful the Lakers become. We'll have to see. No problem. Yeah. And I also mean... don't like drama. So 
<laughs> get him out of Brooklyn. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I gotta say, I feel, I feel horrible for Brooklyn because this is the second time they tried this whole super team deal. And it just literally essentially blew up in their faces. <laughs> so essentially, you know, they had to do what they had to do. So with that, um, you know, you had Kevin Durant and they, I believe TJ Warren went to Phoenix. They sent over Mikhail Bridges and they sent over uh, Cam Johnson along with Jay Crowder who moved to another team and about how many picks was it? Five four. second round four. picks. Everything oh, like yeah. ESPN is anything for first round picks and a pick swap. So for Jay Crowder to the Bucks? No, the, oh, to the, the Bucks. The picks. No. To the which one are we talking about? I think we're talking about the KD one. Kevin, you're frozen. Yeah. Frozen yeah. very still. No, he's frozen. <laughs> he's not that still. Uh, he's never that still. He's not that still, no. But, uh, Andrew, you do get to see, potentially, depending upon KD's health, March 22nd, the Suns play the Lakers, and then mm-hmm. they play again near the end of the season on April 7th. So, and those two are ga- two games at home for LA. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's pretty awesome. Uh, I think it's... It's interesting. I want to say it was like 2018. The fact that these two players, every time that their teams have played each other, oh, we lost Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> um, every time they've ended up playing each other, one of them is injured or not playing. Like, yeah. I'm just, I think the trade is phenomenal for both sides to be straight up. Yeah. Um, you get Durant out of Brooklyn where he yep. seemed to be unhappy for a while. Um, you bring back Malik Bridges, who definitely is the the biggest part of that trade, and you get Cam yeah. Johnson, who's pretty good. Um, Crowder was just a toss in, and we all knew that that, and that's just a salary match. Um, yeah, but didn't they send some <laughs> someone else out because of the salary? Kevin Durant and TJ Warren. Get go to the Suns TJ, and the Nets get TJ Warren. Uh, yeah, Bridges, Johnson, Crowder, four first round picks and a pick swap in 2028. Um, yeah, and then I just I wish the Suns actually pushed to to get more or yeah the Nets wished to push to get more because I thought yeah. if if you're the Nets and you want to secure a better lineup, yeah, you well, need to get. You you should have tried to pull eight in on that deal if you could have. I yeah. Um that for two reasons. Um number one, Aiden doesn't want to play in Phoenix. So the idea that there was this massive trade and he wasn't involved is surprising to me. Um second, I think a big reason that this happened this way is because the Nets, not only were they shopping Durant and Irving around, they were they were very specific with who they were interested in dealing with. Um, I don't know if you've heard this, but apparently both of these players were the the other organizations offered the Nets better deals than they got on both of them, but they yes. refused them because they weren't interested in either playing them as much or putting them in positions where they would be very successful. So the Nets so, did not trade Irving to LA because Irving, that's where he yeah. wanted to go. And then the he Nets wanted owner, to go there, yeah. Nets owner had 
yeah, a, de- a better deal <laughs> in place for yeah. him with the, the Lakers. But he basically just put two middle fingers up in the air and yeah. walked out. He pulled good a Lovey Smith. He said, screw you. I'm not doing this. Yeah, good for him. I would Respect. do the same yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Um, I think, though, for the Suns, this does make them a little better. I don't. I honestly don't think it makes them that much better. I don't think it makes them as a team better, but it definitely improves their starting lineup. It does. But I also think the problem with it is none of these three, the three players you just mentioned, Booker, Paul, and Durant. When was the last time they all played a full season of basketball? Yeah. A while ago. Um, No offense to Chris Paul. No. He's not. He is 37 (laughs) years old. Devin Booker, yeah. I already said it earlier. Is he really that good? Or is it just the he, Brooklyn Nets all over again in Phoenix? I think Devin Booker is a very interesting case of when he plays well. He's if good. he were to if he were to play at his peak, this is a take that people are gonna disagree with. Oh boy. If he, when if okay, Devin Booker, both mechanically and just like in the state of the game when he plays at his peak is one of the best players in the NBA. Like I could agree to that. one of I, the best. I think he's However, one of the best scorers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. However, like a few other players in this league, none of the others of which have the capabilities he has when he's playing well, he also has the capability to play like absolute dog shit. For some reason you watch him out there and you're like, are you 17 running around on a JV squad? What are you doing right now? Um, which makes him hard to gauge. Like I was saying earlier, if this team performs well, they're going to be nasty. But if they don't, they're going to look atrocious and it's going to be funny. Yeah. (laughs) So it's sort of like a win-win. It's either they're going to be awesome or they're going to be, they're going to be fine. So Kevin, you're back. Thank you. I'm happy you're back. You froze for a second. It was pretty funny. Yes. (laughs) I had to restart the whole machine so we're all good well right. so what are your thoughts on this kevin because andrew and i have kind of gone through it so what what are your Uh, thoughts on this trade so i think uh well number one like i said it's an unfortunate end to an era in brooklyn (laughs) that you know lots of excitement to bring in a guy like katie and pretty much his years were wasted there um so now he's in uh phoenix brooklyn needed to do what they need to do they're gonna essentially restart over all over again. Uh, So that's going to be interesting. So with this, you know, the Suns, you just got the number one guy when it comes to mid-range shooting, which I didn't know. Phoenix is like the top team when it comes to like mid-range shooting Mm -hmm. percentage. Yeah, they're they're really good within 15 feet. Yeah. Booker... This is like one one last thing. When he, I don't know if you guys, I think I might have mentioned this before, I'm not sure. When he jumps inside the arc, due to his height and the elevation he gets in his shotting, his shooting form, he only has to increase the height of the ball from release by three inches. He's basically oh. shooting it straight. It, he does not, he can line drive wow. every shot with inside the arc if he wants to. That's just how he shoots. It's crazy. Andrew right here with just some mic drop information for us. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, Wow. Shout out to the stats. But yeah, yeah. I think uh, Andrew kind of said it right when I logged back on. I think the key for them is that they're really going to need to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. 
And I think what we're waiting on is this secondary uh, kind of free agency happen with a lot of the veterans that have been getting traded today. There's going to be a lot of buyouts happening. So sure. they need to make sure they buy out the right person and have them join the Suns. You know, I, I look at somebody like a Danny Green who can go ahead and guard. So, and Serge Ibaka just got his – he got bought out too. Yeah, Danny Serge Green got Ibaka, traded. Yeah. Um, uh, Rockets. Yep. We'll talk about He's that in, in a second yeah. too. Holy shit. Yeah, so um, definitely – I mean, the Suns, a lot of people are pegging them to be the favorites. I don't know, I know. if I – Put them to be the favorites to come out of the West just yet. I need to see what they look I, like on the floor. Um, but I still think Golden State, especially with their moves, I think they got a little bit better as well. Well, let's talk about that one, and then we'll keep. We'll kind of go team by team that made significant moves or any type of move. I would have to say right now the Golden State Warriors are the number one team coming out of the West. They made the right moves. They brought back Gary Payton Jr. Um, they got Kevin Knox. They got they got rid of Kevin Knox. No, yeah, Kevin Knox. Kevin is Knox now a Blazer went to the Blazers. Um, they got rid of Wiseman, who is, I love him. I think he's going to be a phenomenal big in the NBA, but he's behind a bunch of guys on the bench and he's been hurt, never been consistently out there. So go to Detroit. I'm sorry, buddy, you went from sunny California to the middle of Detroit. Oh God. Um, but that's honestly but gives way him better a, for him. It gives, it gives him an opportunity a, yeah. to play. Um, the Pistons sent Pew down to Atlanta. No. Uh, Sadiq Bay is going to Atlanta. Bay, Bay is his last name. Another, I'm sorry. another another young guy. Um, but like the Detroit's there, they got a good squad. You know, with guys with Cade when he's healthy, <laughs> and they got. Well, he's out um, for the rest of the – he's out for the year. Yeah, he's out for the year. But, like, when, when he gets back, you got him. You got Isaiah Stewart, Wiseman back in there. Um, You know, they, they, they're building a young core, so. Yeah, I think um, they'll be good in, like, a year or two. Um, But I, I do have to say the Warriors made really, really good moves for their team. They solidified the second um string for sure coming off that bench so you're not relying on certain players anymore you can put in you know gary payton jr instead of um oh who's a little white guy from villanova on that team divincenzo divincenzo like him he's spry little guy but um the one that caught my eye that made me kind of go wait what are you doing was the (laughs) The Houston Rockets and the LA Clippers. They traded one of our favorite guys on this show. We've talked about him numerous times. We all love him. John Wall. John Wall. For <laughs> Eric Gordon. And three second round picks. And and, and, the, and also Danny Green. And well, Danny, Danny Green, Danny Green was went part to, he was in Memphis. Yeah, it's a three-way. Yeah. Mm. He was in Memphis, and Memphis got rid of him. Um, and they get Luke Kennard, um, yeah, for right. Gordon and three second round picks. And Houston gets John Wall, Danny Green, and a first round pick swap from the Clippers for the 2023 draft. Most likely, they're going to, I would assume, you're buying out those two players and John Wall and Danny Green. Yeah, I like, I don't see there any scenario where John Wall comes back into that building and goes, All right, I'm here to play. 
because they benched him for a year and a half after yeah. being healthy. Like I listened to a story that he was talking about on a podcast and he basically said they exiled him. The Houston Rockets were like, all right, so you're rehabbing, but we don't want you around the team. Come in at 7 a.m., train, work out, do what you need to do, go home. He's like, I was done by 10 o'clock. I'm at my apartment, my house, wherever. He goes, my kids live in Miami. Why the hell am I here? So he left. He left the whole organization. He left the state, the state of Texas, the city of Houston, went down to Miami and did all his rehab, all his basketball stuff down in Miami with his kids. So he's going to be the big, in my opinion, the biggest name on the trademark on the uh, buyout market once he's healthy. Because when he was healthy, that team looked really, really good. But none of their stars could stay on the court again. So um, Westbrook is gone. Yeah, this is his fifth team. Uh, He signed that big, um, that huge contract with the um, Thunder in 2017 or 2018. 2017 and then went to Houston. And then then he went went to... Uh, Washington. Yeah, yep. and then went to LA, and now and it's LA. The Jazz. Now it's the Jazz. Yeah. My God. Poor Westbrook, bro. We're having a yeah. rest. <laughs> yeah, can we? Shall we re- recap the details of that? Of that? Yeah. Game? Let's let's go back. Yeah. So that was last That's night. A lot. That one. I honestly, I saw it come across my phone That's as I was watching the way. like watching the Celtics game, and I was like, "No, this isn't real." Like I did not <laughs> believe it because I'm like it's a it's an interesting trade. It the trade doesn't really make sense in my opinion. It like the Lakers get D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt. The um, yep. Timberwolves get Mike Conley Jr., Alexander Walker, um, Juan Toscano Anderson, and Damian Jones. 24, 2024, 2025, 2026 second round picks, and Utah gets. Russ and a 2017 Lakers first round pick, which is a top four protected pick. Mm, okay, so for for me, you know the Lakers needed to get younger. Yeah, they did. They brought yeah. back D'Angelo, Jared, which could be a good serves. move because he's yeah, he's, he's yeah, D'Lo is really good. Um, they need shooting too. So yes, Vanderbilt, uh, BZ also was a solid shooter. So you know. They need they got the help there. They need some younger guys around LeBron. So I think that's why they did that. Also frees them up of that horrible rust salary. So that's true. Yeah. Was it like get rid of that million dollars or something was his deal? Yeah. yeah, I think it's I can find it. Now the question is for Utah, I'm very curious what they're gonna do there. If they're just gonna buy out Russ, they're gonna just that's a lot of money to buy out buy out a guy. <laughs> So in a buyout, though, you don't have to buy out the whole contract. No, just to portion because they, it. that's what the um, Thunder did with Kemba before he signed with the Knicks. They yeah. bought him out, but he only got like fifteen million dollars out of the rest of his contract that he had signed with the Celtics. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how it works. Andrew's becoming a lawyer, so maybe one day he'll be able to read a contract and tell us how it works. <laughs> that would be the uh, idea. Russ makes $47.6 million. Holy. <laughs> a point oh six. apologies. But, but, but I still, think, it's... I, I mean, they could release him, but then he'd still be on the books. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, you're going to be paying for a guy that's just sitting at home doing nothing. Um, yeah. It's definitely... Carolina Panthers are doing that. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the, the Lakers did that with Luol Deng. They finally paid off. It took them like seven years to pay off Luol Deng's salary. Yeah, they have to pay him like $5 million dollars every year. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, yeah. But Russ, I mean, because right now, I would not... If Russ is playing, actually playing for the Jazz, I'd be highly surprised because that young core group they have with like Sexton and Lori Markkinen and all that young group, it's a hell of a young core. If you throw Russ in there, it's just going to ruffle up all the feathers. And yeah, I, and you, have the young, you have the second youngest coach in the NBA out there, yeah. too. And Russ, then Timberwolves wise. You got a great poor guard in Mike Conley Jr. Siding him up with Rudy and Carl Towns. And he's got a relationship with They got with a lot Rudy. of other players in that. Who else went to Minnesota? Nikhil uh, Alexander-Walker, Juan Castano Jr., and Damian Jones. Okay. Damian Jones Plus isn't picks. bad. So I feel like a couple, one or two of those guys probably might yeah. get, get like waved. Um, yeah. Juan Toscano Anderson, a solid big guy to come off your bench. I don't he's a, know. He's I don't a good backup I... to either Towns or Gobert, whoever's coming off. Yeah. yeah. Serviceable. I, Nikhil Alexander-Henry has been all this hype for plenty of years. We just haven't gotten much from him. He just hasn't translated well to the league. And then I really don't know too much about Damian Jones, honestly. I'm just interested because uh... – Everything that people were saying was Cat and D'Angelo Russell were the were best friend our best friends, like yeah. on and off the court. So where was this met? Like, was he not meshing with, um, shoot Anthony, whatever the kid is. Oh, Anthony Edwards. Anthony Ed- Edwards, thank you. Mm, oh yeah. Was he not meshing there because they 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 play the same role. That's true. Um, and Anthony Edwards is younger, a little bit more consistent at times, but Russell has probably one of the nicest shots in the NBA, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, so I wonder what happened there, but he goes back to LA and LA is what? Number 10 in the West right now, Kevin, somewhere around there. Uh, I didn't, they were not that close last I time I worked. They definitely, unless I'm highly surprised, they were more like 12 or 13. All right, let's look. Hold on. Standings. All right, here we go. NBA standings. 13. So behind the Thunder and the Jazz and the Timber, uh, the Blazers. Yeah. But look at that, like, so all those teams that made deals, they're all that bottom half. Well, of the, like the conference, we got the Mavs who made the Irving deal. You have the Suns who made the KD deal, so they're yeah. four and five. Yeah, Bo- bottom half. Made a good yeah, move. LA, the Clippers um, made a couple of good moves. Um, yeah, the Clippers did make moves, and um, Portland made a few moves. They, Portland um, made a couple. They're in yes. that trade with um the Knicks. Yes, Portland yes. trading Josh Hart to the Knicks for Portland. Cam Reddish. What are your um, what are your thoughts two on that? Random Kevin? guys off the street. Yeah, um, they traded all three of us to go yeah. there. They were like, "Oh, there's um, three bums. Go." No, I think it's good because well, one, it helps 
team morale, Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart play together at Villanova. Yep. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Did you see his reaction um, when he found out? Yeah, when he was yeah, yeah. he was at Nova was cool. getting inducted to their like uh basketball hall of fame or whatever. But yeah, I think that helps. Another young guy that's you know willing to move. Um Cam Reddish just didn't really fit with us, uh, with the system. It didn't mesh well with Thibodeau's system. So I hope it works out. Fingers crossed. We're seventh in the East right now, so we could definitely use a little spark. I, uh, yeah. And Josh Hart's this he's in the his best year right now, averaging around fourteen a game, and he's, I think seven rebounds or seven assists. He's averaging seven or something. I but, like him. He's he's a solid, either starting small forward or come off the bench, depending on who's in front of him. Yeah, he'll definitely be forward. like one of the top, the first guys off the bench, probably in that lineup. That they normally do with like Quigley, uh, Hartenstein, mm-hmm. um, what's the other guy? Obi Toppin. Like he'll probably come out on that second line with them. And I'm honestly, I'm, I'm shocked that I didn't hear Obi Toppin's name leave. <laughs> yeah, uh, we had the talk of Zach Levine coming to the Knicks for Obi. Uh, I don't know if I would do it. I mean, if they really just want to do a a slap like a flat. Trade, I could probably go be down yeah, with, but Levine's making uh, too much money, so you'd have to send somebody else over too because Toppin's and, making rookie deals still. And on and top I of that, Chicago's fan base would be absolutely livid if you drop Zach Levine for one player, he's like yeah. loved there, yeah, yeah. And and also he's at the same time, I know he's like hurt right now, so like I'm I don't want us to get trapped in us giving like getting a guy that's so much money where we've worked so hard for the last like couple years to like really like have like a solidified like you know build like correctly where it's proper drafting, you know, giving the right contract amount for each guys. Like I don't want us like I just feel like us trying to get Levine is just tr- us trying to do a thing blast in the past to like do a flash in the pan type move. And I don't think he's that type that type of move would have helped us in the long run. So I'm glad we were, we're staying patient. Just keep doing what you're doing. I don't need them doing anything ridiculous. So I'm cool with that. Yeah. The one did you hear the one with the Raptors and the Spurs last like Jakob Podal. Jakob Podal going to uh he started with the the Raptors. And he's the Spurs starting center. So Spurs, yeah. the Raptors just got better in a league they're not that competitive in. But hey. Yeah. I just I saw the price for it. What a player, a first round pick and two second round picks for a center who's been in the league for I think it's like eight years and has never been Stellar. He's been a. He's uh, looking at his stats. He's had a good career. They, I think they had the Raptors traded Ken Birch for yeah, did, uh, for him. So Ken Birch was. He's. I remember him from his Nevada days, like when we were in school. He's a serviceable player, but nothing out of this world. But you know what's amazing though is that like, so Toronto's number ten, and all that commotion that we kept hearing all week about like. Ooh, or is the Raptors going to give up Fred Van Vliet? Or, or OG. OG. Yeah. And, like, the price tags for OG and Anobi, I thought were absolutely 
ridiculous. stupid. Was it like two or three first round picks and two players was what they were looking for? No, they were asking for four first round picks for oh. OG Ananobi. Hell no. What? For a, yeah, like that's, he's not even an all-star. That's three, like the, four first round. That's more we couldn't even get Donovan Mitchell for offering four first round picks. Like yeah. that's why I remember I kept hearing the Knicks in the commotion about us getting OG in like a trade somewhere. Where I'm like, no, I don't I don't want somebody like that for that type of money. Like that's like a poison pill contract you're setting yourself up for. Mm-hmm. Before um, San Antonio traded with Toronto, they acquired another center. I don't know him. Um, Dwayne Deadman. Deadman. Oh, Deadman. Oh, Miami. He's, for, he's apparently just going to go get. He's going to get cut. Money. Oh, well. Yeah, they said. It, I just saw something pop up before we jumped on that. Deadman yeah. is one of the uh, um, potentials for the buyout market. Um, yeah. They also got a second round pick from that trade. Oh. Just for the cash consideration to Miami, second round pick and uh Devin. And then it's funny because there's a lot of teams that are just throwing out their second round picks like whatever. Yeah. I don't need them. You can find <laughs> some good guys in it. Well, it's crazy. Yeah, because yeah, because the Warriors, they I know they got five for just Wiseman. Mm. I was like, Yeah. You go they're gonna go look for themselves <laughs> another Draymond Green. Yep. Um yeah. and then yeah, after he goes to the Lakers in this offseason. Oh God. Ooh, that would be it's gonna happen. Lit. That's my that's my prediction for the offseason. Say Draymond that again so everybody can Say hear you. One more time. Draymond Green to the Lakers this offseason. All right. Oh boy, y'all hear it right. first. That's gonna uh, be man really ball. likes LeBron. Like, but I don't like know if he really... I don't know if those two would get along playing with each other. Well, LeBron just lost Pat Bev, so he needs someone who's an offensive liability but a defensive powerhouse. He's a dog. <laughs> I can't believe they. I feel really Pat. bad for Pat Bev. I put this oh, in wait. the chat, but we I got, feel we, so we got we got to talk about we got to talk about that trade. So yes, Pat yeah. Bev got traded from the Lakers ten hours for... after he tweeted about D'Angelo Russell <laughs> coming so and being like he's a D'Angelo God's Russell. gift. Uh, yeah, and then of course we Speeded trade it. him for. Mo Bamba, yes, yeah. the person, not the song. So shout out to Mo Bamba. I think he's been uh, balling recently. I saw some yes. stuff on Sports Center about him. Other than him also getting into a fight with Austin Rivers off the bench. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's suspended for doing for four, that. He's suspended for four games, yeah. so he's not playing for a while. Yeah. Yes. So but <laughs> I think so. that's a good deal for the Lakers because yeah. again, second round pick. Again, going younger. And of course. We got somebody on the bench with freaking glass ankles. for ankles. <laughs> and, you know, God forbid, if Anthony Davis can't play, we got Mo Bamba out there. So Watch that's out. good if because Mo Bamba can get hurt too. Both ankles. I know they both can get hurt. That's right. Yeah. But I'm, 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 you know, I like the, what the Lakers are doing. They're trying to get, they're trying to, you know, get competitive, get younger. Cause I think you need that when you're in the Western conference, you need solid guys that can play, but you can't just do the whole, I'm going to get all the old guys on one team anymore because we've seen how that goes. It did not work for the Lakers. Um, Then our Andrew and our Celtics went and traded uh, Justin Jackson and a second round pick for Mike uh, Muscala. Muscala. Who apparently the Celtics were high on, I think last year. 
too. Yeah, I heard stuff about him last year. And he's not a defensive threat by any means or a rebounding threat, but he is a big who can shoot the three real well. Rob is that threat. We got Rob. Yeah, and like you bat, you can throw him in there. So he's basically taking the Gallinari role right now until he is healthy and ready to play, which hopefully will be in the playoffs. Yeah. I'd be um, really excited to see him come And then you can playoffs. have a couple bigs roll out that can drain threes all over you. <laughs> the big lineup. Bring him oh, JT, my. Robin. <laughs> you know, J- Jalen Brown can be your point. No, no, just Jason Tatum be your point guard because yeah. Jalen's handles scare me sometimes. Uh, yeah, have JT bring up the ball. Um, so I know you were talking about night. feeling bad for players, Andrew. Okay, does anyone yeah. else here not feel bad for Damian Lillard and now they're just blowing up the Blazers right now? I feel they bad do for it Damian Lillard always. Every year, though. <laughs> I just always feel bad for Damian Lillard. He needs to get traded. He needs to. He needs to go leave. to another team. He needs to he just needs go to somewhere walk, else. He needs to he needs walk to into accept. that office, come new year, new league year at the end of June, and yeah. demand a trade. That or get like an absolute bag where he doesn't have to worry about winning because it's he not going to happen. He has. It's, he well, signed it needs to be his bigger. absolute bag, <laughs> it needs which to is be like four hundred. It needs to be bigger. It's just amazing how it's amazing because he's just so loyal to this organization. <laughs> yeah, for no yet reason. They, yet they, they ever won't done for him. Do anything to help get the team better? Like it's just like they traded Josh Hart away. Then yep, literally they traded his best friend away last year. Yeah, the McCollum last year. Then they yep. traded away. Did, who else? What else? Who else did they trade? Knox. Oh, they they did get Matisse. They acquired Knox. Right. They got Matisse Thibel from Philly, so that helps. That's but actually at the not same a bad time, not a bad pickup because he's a he's a better three point shooter than Hart is. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like like you're just gonna let Dame just carry you guys just suffer. everywhere. <laughs> suffer, suffer. Be carried and in like, mediocrity. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Horrible. One amazing shooter slash point guard cannot carry yeah. your team to the playoffs. He can't drop what 60 points doing? every game. No, he yeah, he literally can't. And he's already done it, like, I think, what, four times we talked about a few weeks ago? Yeah, like, Dame deserves better. That's my hashtag. Needs, Dame deserves better. I want to buy a Dame jersey next year and it'd be a different team. That'd be great. There you go. I'd do it. Yeah. Um. Also, I love that George yeah. Hill is now back on the Pacers. <laughs> Yeah, and Gary Payton's back on the, on the, the um gold standard. The Warriors talk about people going back. Yes. Yeah, that was interesting. Oh, some low-key moves. The Clippers, they're making some yeah. moves out here. So they got Eric Gordon in that trade that sent our love our love of John Wall back to the Rockets. They got oh, and then, picks in that trade. And then two lower deals that no one's talking about. They got Mason Plumley from the from the Clippers for Reggie, for Reggie Jackson, Jackson which yeah. now the now there's five point guards in Charlotte now. Like well, how, now, many, no, no, no. how many point they, guards they said, do you have? They said Reggie's a a buyout. That's he's okay. official. He's one hundred percent going to be a bought out. Sergi Baca, who got it traded, um, is going is being bought out. And then don't forget, nobody's talking he's about this Indiana, one. Though. Yeah. yeah, he's getting bought out. He went from the yeah. Bucks to Indiana. He'll probably bounce back to the Bucks. I mean, I can see it. Yeah. And then don't forget, I this is like a a lower end deal, but Bones Highland going to oh, who yeah. is this guy? Bones Highland from Denver. He's like a guard. He was there like twenty six pick. 
Uh, a little fun fact: Jess talked about him when he was on. Oh, yep. The Governor's Challenge is one of like the best players he's seen too. Shout out to Bones Highland, but now the Clippers—they're trying to load up also. And well, they've got to—they've got to get younger and healthier. That is very, right. very true. Well, also you got Josh uh, Richardson going to go down to uh, New Orleans. Because the New mm-hmm. Orleans sent Devontae Graham to San Antonio and four second round picks for Josh Richardson. That's kind of yeah. weird. Josh yeah, Richardson Owens is averages, not worth that. Bones averages Aaron. 12 points in 19 minutes. Yeah. He could score. Yeah. Who's this? Bones. Bones. Yeah, Bones is in that nine, dude. 19 minutes, 12 minutes, uh, 12 points, two rebounds, three assists, and a steal. Hell of a fantasy pickup, I would say. <laughs> I could get him. Yeah. And and now we've got in the next 48 hours, we're going to see a lot of wheeling and dealing. And I'm actually, I'm going to say this. I'm surprised the Celtics didn't make more deals. I yeah, was me ex- too. Hunter expe- expecting um, Pritchard to be gone, potentially yeah. uh, Grant Williams to be gone. Really? I'm, I would have so, expected them to keep Grant. The only reason I think they would have got rid of Grant is Grant's playing on a contract year. And no, when they true. offered him, I think it was like $14 million a year. Something like that smart has. Yeah. $14, 15000000 million a year. Very good for a role player. Yeah. Dude is looking he for had 18 a, to $20 million a year. Well, not that he deserves that. No, he doesn't. Last year, last season, he was, for about a month and a half, I think, the best three-point shooter in the league. He had the highest shooting percentage of any three-point shooter in the league. So oh, yeah. his can... his manager, his money manager, whoever the person who's telling him what deals to make is probably telling him, you were like that guy last year, so yeah. go get your bag. But on in the Boston system, he just he we can't give him that much money. It's not it's not no, viable it's... by any means. You guys are also so, number one in yeah, the East. Yeah, like what we other are. moves we are. can kind of, you guys yeah. do? Unless you're well, thinking about. So blowing shit up like they were going to try the the rumor was the guy who was san antonio dude i can't remember how to say his name Pottle, Jakob Pottle. Jakob Pottle apparently was number one on their list and they were trying to give up gallinari and pritchard and a couple second round picks for him but san antonio wasn't going to take it because gallinari can't play so they would have yeah. bought him out and then you get pritchard and the san antonio already has guards down there, so especially they're good. small guards. They don't, um, yeah. But instead, you just get rid of Just Justin Jackson, who just was sitting on the bench chilling. You bring in someone that can play. Um, but after last night, I don't think we need any more three point shooters because Blake Griffin was draining them over the Philly yeah. uh, the 76ers. Like, Bro, I love Blake Griffin. I might get a Blake Griffin jersey. <laughs> Andrew, we're trying to find one when we get up to Boston. I might, yeah. I might go home with like three jerseys. Yeah, let to me, be straight let me... up. If you find the Blake Griffin jersey, let me know. Get it, I'll Venmo you. All right, because I can do that. We'll, we'll make I would you love one. a Blake Griffin. We'll jersey. <laughs> if, the worst case scenario is we have to make you one. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So now that all the trades are done, nothing else is going to happen really tonight. We'll see more buyouts most likely in the next couple of days, and then we'll see probably by Monday every player that gets bought out will sign somewhere with a new team, mm-hmm. most likely. At this point in time, after dust is all settled, what are your thoughts? Who makes the NBA Finals now? What are you? Where? Where are your thoughts at with the teams 
and all the changes. If I am looking at the standings right now, so if I have an odd a, a feeling that the Nets are just going to just, they're currently fifth in the East. They're just going to drop all the way down uh, <coughs> out of there. Um, they Eastern might be Conference, playing, probably not. If I'm going to go with my gut, and this is hard. This is definitely hard. Because, like, I look at the also the Western Conference, and I look at a number nine seeded Warriors, which is yeah. terrifying. Because they could easily take out a number two or number one Grizzlies or Nuggets. And we've I'm got a lot of basketball Grizzlies. left too. I am. I think if anybody yeah. should be like actively afraid, it's the Grizzlies because well, since, since John about, made his comment, yeah, about like a week ago. Jaw was saying that he's fine in the West, and now instantly oh, the West looks like a hundred percent more dangerous when he was not doing well in the West. So, yeah. Apparently, when he said that comment, they were on a tear. Since that comment, yeah. they've won two games Trash. and they've lost every single game to the West. So they're like two and seven yeah. in the last nine games. It's they're fifteen crazy. of six, fifteen and sixteen when playing the West. They've yeah. lost more than they've won. So yeah, this is hard because it's. I honestly, I, I I can't give you an answer right now. Can't give you an answer right. Oh, now. you gotta give. You just gotta throw it out there, Kevin. Throw Could it out there. Four there. teams. Four teams. Pick your top four. Two teams. from the east. Two from the west. Yeah, two from the east. So two from can, the west. Doesn't have to be any sort of like. These are your this top team two this teams. Team, just Instead assemble of, whatever four you can. Yeah. Oh no, guys! All right, Kevin. You can do mine. Hard. You can Let go last. Go first. Kevin, you go last. Oh God. Okay. So I'm putting uh, pressure on Kevin. It's hysterical. <laughs> I think the West. Um, okay, this is okay. So I'm gonna yeah, completely ignore. Hard. I'm it's gonna completely. Hard. I'm going to completely ignore the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would too. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I think the Suns, if they play to this level that we discussed earlier, are a Finals team again. Um, and I think I can, I've said this before, I never count Steph Curry out. Yeah. And all the moves that they made are good. And a lot of them are reminiscent of last year. Um, you've got Gary Payton back. Not that like he was like a huge impact, but it's sort of like, it's not going to be a like long crawl to get this team back together. They, they have chemistry. They know each other. And at this point, no, well, a little bit earlier at this point in the season, probably about 10 games earlier last year, Boston was in basically the same place there. They were one game above 500, and everyone was saying the season's a wash, they're not going to do well, and then we made the finals. And not that we won the finals, the Warriors beat us, but we made it. And I think the Warriors can have a similar crawl that we did. Okay. But it's going to require, like the Suns, that they play their best ball. Right, so, um, so your top two in the West after this and Phoenix, potential East Western Conference Finals is Phoenix and Golden State. Okay. East? And in the East, I mean, I got to rep my Celtics. Um, I I don't see as much as the moves that happened. They're still, I don't see a team that really rivals us. Um, but I do think that the Bucks are... It, I mean, it's Giannis, so <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And they, remember, they got Crowder, who's yeah, a decent Crowder. three point Crowder, shooter and a Crowder, really good defender. I've said I've never said this on the podcast, but it's something that like I've pointed out a few different times. And I think I talked to you about this all right at one point. Jay Crowder has a weird there's a weird like path in his career where when he moves teams, the team he goes to almost always makes the finals. Yeah. He was on Boston when we lost to LeBron in game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. He was in the Heat when they almost made the finals in the bubble. He was on Phoenix yes. Suns when they played the Bucks. He's now going to um, the Bucks again. Um, Milwaukee, or not again, but he, he was on the opposite side and now he's on the Bucks. And there's it, there's still the Bucks. They're 37 and 17 right now. So I think the Jay Crowder magic will can definitely have some some impact here so i would say those are my four teams my two teams from the west phoenix and golden state and my teams from the east celtics and the bucks it's kind of interesting because my western teams are not top three teams and my eastern teams are the top two teams so i've got my eastern teams down and celtics 100 i even with jalen brown's injury i think they have the pieces in place that allow for him to sit out for a couple of weeks, let that fracture heal, come back with his mask on and pull a like Batman or whatever everyone calls him. Yeah. Um, when they come out and just Batman. destroy teams <laughs> for like three weeks. Um, but I'm going to switch it up with the top, my second team. And it's going to be the 76ers. I think getting rid of Thibel helps them out because Maxi's allowed to play more now. Yeah. That allows Maxi, who last year without Harden crushed it. So I think that helps them. Um, I can't count out Joel Embiid or James Harden. Um, yeah. You know, Giannis is great, but they haven't had Chris Middleton all year. He's been in and out of the lineup because of his knee injury. Jay Crowder's good, not great. Um, the white kid from Massachusetts, decent, can dunk out of nowhere, can shoot the three, still not that good. But it's I know it's Giannis, and he can pull any team that he has like as far as he needs to. But I think it's the Celtics and 76ers, which I found out last night have played the most games against each other out of any NBA teams ever, which is kind of cool. Um I am going to ignore the top three teams or top. Yeah. Top three teams in the West. The Kings aren't going to keep going the way they're going. The Grizzlies are screwed. Um, and the Denver Nuggets can't make it past the second round of the playoffs to save their lives. So take those three out. I'm going to go with the Warriors for sure. Can't count Steph Curry. Out. I know he's out injured right now. But you just brought back, you know, Gary Payton Jr., <laughs> who is a serviceable um, defender, good, good shooter to degree, um, gets you those garbage points. And then I'm going to have to go with – I don't want to go with them because I want them to fail miserably because I, I don't – I don't know. But I almost feel like the Clippers could sneak in there. I think the Suns are really good. Don't get me wrong. Those three guys are great. 
What do you have else besides Aiton? You have nothing else left on that team. It's role players and okay guys that are NBA players. Don't get me wrong. They're NBA players. They're, they can play the game. They're very good at this game. But it's not the level that they need for backups. So maybe they'll do something in the buyout market. I also don't trust that Durant's going to be healthy. I don't trust Chris Paul going to be healthy. And Devin Booker cannot stay healthy. None of those three are healthy individuals. So I think they fall back to my third spot. The Clippers added youth. They got rid of Reggie Jackson. They got rid of John Wall because they have good point guards and shooting guards already. They bring in Eric Gordon, who all he has to do is roll out of bed, sit on the bench, come in and throw some threes up, and then enjoy the game. Um, If they stay healthy, I think they're the number two team, in my opinion. So Warriors, Clippers from the West, Celtics, 76ers in the East. So that's that's my my numbers, my teams. What about you, Kev? Struggle. Oh All right. But... We gave you like 10 minutes. <laughs> yes, and now we're over an hour. So, okay. so much for us going for an hour. All right, so let me start off with what I'm definitely secure of is the Eastern Conference. Celtics and the Bucks will battle out again. Um, I just definitely think the for the Bucks we need to look out for that Jay Crowder deal. I think it's very reminiscent of the year when we got when they got uh PJ Tucker. Ooh, uh, yeah, so I think it was very 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 similar move on their end. So I'm very curious how that develops. So those two for sure are going to be my Eastern teams because as I go down this. Sixers, uh, you know, it, it it can it can go either way. I just don't know. Cavaliers, I think they're a year away from making this next next yeah. jump for another year with Donovan. The Nets will probably be at the bottom of this list next year. The Heat, I'm just you know, they're just that team that's stuck in the middle right now. My Knicks, I think, are a move or two away from making a real true impact. They're stuck in the middle, and I think the Hawks. As great of a move as that was for DeJounte Murray, I think there are another team that's just going to be pretty much stuck in the middle until something else happens. And you so, look at those, they, look at 9 through 12, or yeah, 9 through 13. They're all relatively close together. Yeah, I know. There's going to be yeah. a lot of changes in the bottom of that, that 9, 10 spot. Yeah, that because one team, <laughs> if he didn't get hurt, uh, one team that I would have really loved to keep watching is – the Pacers, if Halliburton didn't get hurt for those couple weeks, oh, yeah. that could be a different record on their end. But if, I digress. And if Ball didn't get hurt for the Bulls, I think the Bulls yeah, are a better if, team. If Lonzo so. Ball, if Lonzo Ball could walk, then yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. I think so, they, they would be a completely different team. What's your West, my, Kevin? My Western Conference team. So what I'm gonna do is not what you guys did. I'm not gonna ignore the Denver Nuggets. Ooh, I'm gonna you, put you, them put in faith there. in them. I respect that. I think this is the year. They got Jokic is an, another MVP stellar season. Jamal Murray, who we may have forgotten after his ACL injury. I think he's just starting to come back into form. Yeah. Then you also have Michael Porter Jr., who had his back problems, is just starting to try to figure it out now. No, they don't. Michael I'm pretty sure Porter got moved. Michael um, Porter Jr., I thought he got. Why did I think he got traded? 
I don't know if he got traded. He didn't, um, but I, I thought I heard his name get traded. But he did. I think he's been a part of rumors. Okay, maybe that was it. Okay, but you know, I, I, I still, I, the Aaron Gordon has resurrected his career after getting traded to the Magic to there. Um, I just, I, I think they can. This, if there's a year for them to make the jump, it's this year. Now, with that, my second team. You know, I listened to your your guys' debates, and and this is just me on the urge of being different. Oh boy. Let's keep take a look at number two and number 77 on the Dallas Mavericks and how they do. Sorry, I, I know you guys like crap. I you didn't, guys don't like that. But I didn't get to talk about this. <laughs> but hear me out. Hear me out. You know, if everything for plays out well. I just don't if if they can learn how to figure out how to play together. Yeah. Luca is so learn. dynamic of a player. Same with Kyrie. If they can figure it out, they're scary. But go ahead, Andrew. If, I'd um, love to know your thoughts on if the, the Mavericks can find a loophole in the NBA rules to put two basketballs in the court, they're gonna do awesome. Um, and if they can they can figure out an offensive strategy to give two ball handling guards the ability to ball handle at the same time, I will be not only very impressed, but I think they are very dangerous. I'm just I am very anti superstar, like in the sense of like let's just get a bunch of good guys on the same team and it'll work. Um I'm much more of like a you you need you need roles. You need people that that work together. Not only good players, but players that fulfill specific jobs. And if they can create a system in Dallas that suits both of their talents at the same time and they can play together, then I think it's very possible. If they can play a sort of like, I guess in a way of how Boston runs JT and JB at the same time, then I guess they can make it work. But they're both very much the guy or like need. So, so Luca's career, we've only seen him as the only one on his team. So yeah. I'd be interesting to see what happens now with Luca with help. Um, but my question, and I sent this to the group chat is does Kyrie want to be the help or does he want to be the guy? Because everything we've seen in the last five years says that Kyrie wants to be nothing but the guy. Yeah, so, but what he also realizes, especially he, to when get he a made ring move, again, he needs he needs yeah. to be. He realized when he moved to Boston that he is a hell of a number two, and yeah. an okay number one. He's he's an yeah exactly. So I think if he's gotten that into his brain, if he can be the greatest number two in the NBA, or one of the greatest and like number twos in the NBA, or if he can be like a point guard in the sense, like he'll bring the ball up, but he'll defer to the bigger, stronger, more weight presence in the court to Luca, then I think this works. But I think if you get Kyrie bringing the ball up, cooking a bunch of guys, shooting a mid range, Kyrie bring the ball up, shooting a three, Kyrie bring the ball up, diving into the paint, not kicking out, you're going to get Luca standing at the three point looking around like, why am I still here? Because now you're having Kyrie take everything he used to do. So 
I think this is very possible to work. And I think it's very possible to be very good. And I and I said it on our last episode. Dallas is doing the Paul George to Thunder deal where they're yeah. taking a guy where on his last year of the contract, it's if it they realize it doesn't work, then let him go. Somewhere else. And yeah. they got tons of money to spend so place yeah. it. Apparently there's a rumor that he wants to go to Phoenix. Who? Kyrie. Oh God. <laughs> Why? If you if that happens, <laughs> Phoenix would have to get rid of everything that they have. Yeah, they and then they become the Nets 2.0. And do they want to be the Nets 2.0? Um, I think, yeah, I long story short, I think the Mavericks, yeah, it's definitely possible and it's definitely scary. Is it going to be very difficult? Yes. And if it works out in one of probably 10 different ways, you're going to either damage Luca's career or push him out of Dallas. And I don't think the Mavericks want to do either. <laughs> so at this point, if I think if it comes to the end of the season and they see those two, one of those two things happening, they'll cut ties and sail off into the sunset with their money and Luca. Yeah. Um, but if they can make it work, then I think it's great. And I'd love to see it because as much as I hate Kyrie, he is entertaining to watch. And Luca is a generational talent. So Luca is special. Luca is super yeah. special. I have a friend that claims that at the end of Luca's career, we'll consider him top 10, possibly top five players of all time. And I don't want to talk about if I agree with that or not, because that's a completely different conversation, but that just to show how, how impactful he can be. That's true. All we'll right, talk Kev. about that in like five years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll talk about that when that when that happens. That's, All right, that's a much later conversation. It's past that hour time. We only want to do this quickly, guys. Uh, so this will be out shortly. Kevin, yep. take us out of here, buddy. Yes, outro time here for the Manly Music Podcast. Just to give you a couple of updates on things that are happening. Today, Andrew released episode nine of our We Out Here series. It's of myself and Merritt over at the UBS Arena, home of the New York Islanders. Uh, Really, really fun. Make sure you guys check that out. They're going to get the podcast releasing with Chris momentarily that we've recorded this week. Uh, Talk about the Super Bowl preview. And then next week, it has been the long-awaited return of the wrestling podcast. All the boys are back. The band is back together. Joe Mac and too. Joe Mac too. Oh. So it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm very, very excited. So that's that. But here, outro time. Number one. Uh, Thank you for those that are watching at our YouTube. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe. Like our page at the Manly Musings Podcast. Make sure you listen to us. On all of our streaming platforms, we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on Spotify, we are on Google Play, we are on Amazon Play. Make sure you go ahead and follow the podcast Instagram at the Manly Musings Pod. Andrew, shout out to the producer. Make sure you follow him at AMLville56. Follow Merit at Merit underscore P. Follow me at KQuavo624. And yes, have a great Thursday night. Peace out. Thank you.